Hey, my friend, welcome back to another episode of the Metabolism Mindset and Macros podcast. I am your host, functional nutritionist, Natalie Guevara, and I am here to help women just like you with Hashimoto's or PCOS reverse their symptoms without restrictive fad, miserable diets, or extreme supplement protocols. And today I want to, I want to not really share a topic or anything really tangible, but I want to start a conversation with you. I want to start a conversation that transpired after several conversations that I've had in the last week. So about a week ago, I held a pop-up one-on-one coaching day where I had nine one-on-one coaching calls. So these are these are folks that are not currently active clients, but they had the opportunity to book a one-off coaching call. I've never done anything like this before, but um, I absolutely loved it. And I had the opportunity to, to help nine people dive into where they were stuck, where they felt like they were struggling and help them create these action plans in order to move, move past the resistance that they are experiencing, the obstacles they're getting in their, in their way. And it was very, very unexpectedly rewarding for me and also very eye-opening as to what so many of you with these autoimmune conditions are are facing every single day. And so interestingly enough, every single one of the these nine ladies that I had the privilege of coaching this past week had Hashimoto's. And so this is interesting because I usually get a pretty even split of Hashimoto's or PCOS. I myself have Hashimoto's and PCOS. And a lot of my clients have both as as well. But this was just a really eye-opening experience around the frustrations and the confusion that so many women are experiencing, not even with their with their bodies per se or their health and fitness journey, but their diagnosis in general. And this is something that I that I know just on a logical level because it was a part of my own experience. It took me so long, first of all, to get anyone to listen to me, to get anyone to essentially believe the experience that I was having. And from where I sit, both as as a person, you know, living with these conditions and as a person who advocates and supports women with these conditions on a day-to-day basis, this is not only upsetting and discouraging, but it's it's really, really harmful. Um, because a lot of times what what's happening, what I'm understanding is happening is, you know, people are being dismissed for the experience that they're living every single day. And so before I even, you know, get started in this conversation I'd like to have with you today, I want to start off by just, by just affirming that you're never going to know, or no one is ever going to know your body and your lived experience better than you. So just because no one has listened, heard, or believed you up until this point does not mean that your feelings and your experience aren't valid. I've done many, many, many courses with Dr. Jay Tita. He is one of my mentors. I look up to him and um, I absolutely love his work on female hormones, metabolism, 
and thyroid health. I've, I've done all of his courses. Um, however, one thing that he said early on that really stuck with me, and this was, this was one of the most pivotal moments in my own journey where I continued to dive into, to education and to find mentors and to find courses. So, so, you know, selfishly I could help myself because no one else was going to help me. And now I've been able to turn that into, to passion and purpose, to be able to help hundreds of others that are dealing with the exact same thing. But one thing that he said that was really affirming for me is the fact that often when we're dealing with a medical diagnosis, we're dealing with diagnostics, right? We're dealing with, with lab work, with blood work, um, sometimes with ultrasounds around thyroids or, or ovar uh, ovaries or things like that all kinds of different, you know, just, just medical things. And so our diagnosis and our quote symptoms are really coming from these pieces of paper, <laughs> right? Uh, these much more tangible things. However, that doesn't discount your actual symptoms that you're feeling in your body. And so the thing that was most affirming to me is, as he was, you know, teaching to a room full of doctors and nutritionists like myself and practitioners and, and things, things like that is, you know, saying that we first believe the human, we first treat the symptoms and bridge the gap between what's showing up on a piece of paper and what's showing up in this human being's body. And it honestly breaks my heart to hear so many people tell me over and over and over again how much they are suffering and how much they're starting to doubt their their own experience, their own body, because so many are telling them what they're experiencing isn't true. And so this got me to thinking, so I, I've sat with this a lot, a lot, because again, this is something, you know, is very much a part of my own journey of being dismissed, being told it was all in my head or being told that I was a depressed person and, and I didn't have anything else going on. It was just depression. Let's deal, deal with this with more therapy, more pharmaceuticals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here, take this pill. Here, give up this from your life. Here, change this. And this is going to solve your problem rather than listening to me, the me, the only one that has to go home with this each and every day and exploring how my symptoms might be telling the story of what's going on with me. And so again, logically, I understand the experience of saying like, here's my symptoms. I understand that you're telling me this is what this piece of paper says, but here's what I'm telling you is actually showing up for me day to day. Here's this, how this is actually impacting my life. Here's how this is actually impacting my health on a day-to-day -day basis. And it took me three years to find a practitioner that would actually listen. And um, I also had someone tell me that they'd hired a coach before <laughs> recently, a health coach who also didn't believe them. And, and and I also share that experience. My very first uh, nutritionist that I hired, we had this in-depth intake and actually she wound up just ghosting me um, because she didn't know how to handle what I was I was dealing with, which again, just fueled the fire that that I had a purpose to be able to provide, provide folks with something that I could not find for me, that I could not access for myself. And so, so many women are, are going to the doctor and when you do get a diagnosis, you're, you're handed literally just that. You're handed a word, a diagnosis without any information around 
how to actually make yourself or get to a place where, where you can feel better, to where you can feel at home in your body, which arguably your body is your, your home. Your body is where you should feel and should. I don't like shoulding things because there also are many, many, many different variables about how we feel in our body. And I don't want to tell you how you should feel in your body, but it is a place where we should be able to get to a point where, where we feel safest. And what I see time and time again are doctors, other practitioners, naturopaths creating this barrier between yourself and your body by introducing you to this diagnosis that creates fear, that creates uncertainty, that creates um, negative feelings towards a body that that wants that wants to be our safe place, that wants to be a place that you can call home. And so I was curious as I was, I was sitting with this and I was kind of exploring, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is the thing that's happening for, for so many and they're confused and they're overwhelmed. And so we've got this diagnosis. They're not even leaving with a pamphlet. I'm not sure that the pamphlet would be helpful, but they're not even, they're not leaving with any information. Sometimes doctors are saying, Hey, give up gluten. Hey, eat less, exercise more. You need to lose weight. But I very rarely have a conversation with someone that says, you know, my doctor diagnosed me and, you know, spent the next 30 minutes to 60 minutes really just exploring how this was impacting my life and what I could take action on to start to feel better, to start to feel like myself. I was wondering what would change in the conversation. I don't think that anything is going to change with the medical system and, and the process of being diagnosed, right? I certainly don't have control over that. But if we saw our diagnosis as a friend, now bear with me for a moment. This is just a conversation that I want to start here. Again, when we're diagnosed, we see this as a downfall, right? As a sickness, as a disease. It's negative. It's heavy. It can come with an emotion of, of, of helplessness, hopelessness can feel like we're going to war. This is a battle. This is an uphill battle for us to get better. It's an uphill battle for us to feel better. It's an uphill battle for us to get our life back. This is the enemy. Our diagnosis is the enemy and battling these symptoms is just an ongoing battle or war. And so when we're experiencing these symptoms, this day-to-day life with this condition, with autoimmunity, It puts us in this state of we can either fight it or we can just ignore it. Neither one of those are super helpful. So what if we explored our diagnosis as someone we're meeting for the very first time? For most of us, when we meet someone for the very first time, we don't know anything about them. We're generally somewhat open. Could this be a friend? Could this be an acquaintance? Could this be someone that I don't particularly care for? All of those things could be true. But more often than not, when we're introduced to our diagnosis of autoimmunity, whether it's Hashimoto's or PCOS, we're introduced to it as a way 
Like, I'm so sorry that you have this. This is going to be really challenging. Your body's not going to perform like the quote average. You can't see my air quotes here. Average person's body. And so we leave feeling defeated. I cried when I was diagnosed because at the time I was diagnosed, it seemed like I would never have another baby. My body wouldn't look the way that I wanted to. My body wouldn't perform the way that I wanted it to. I never knew when I was going to have a flare up and how that was going to impact the plans that I had or the dreams that I had or things I wanted to do. And so I really wish, I don't have a lot of regrets because I always believe that we can do what we want with previous experiences, right? And I always tell my clients, failures, failures, just feedback. We're going to use that for future, future information, future decisions, et cetera. But one thing I wish that is that I would ha have had the mindset or the opportunity at that moment in time to be able to explore with curiosity what that diagnosis actually meant for me. So the thing I'm telling my clients over and over and over again is we can all have similar symptoms of Hashimoto's or PCOS, but each and every one of us has a different history has a different lifestyle, has different dreams and desires for our lives. We probably all reached a diagnosis of autoimmunity from different journeys. And so just because we have a similar diagnosis, a similar symptom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, doesn't mean that anything works the same for us, that it even shows up in our day-to-day -day lived experience the same for two different people. And so if we could explore it as a doctor saying, hey, here's, here's your friend Hashimoto's, I'd like to introduce you to this. I wonder what that would change as far as the curiosity, the exploration, learning how to peacefully coexist. This is a roommate, right? And so for those who've had a college experience or any other experience where there's a roommate, you know, you sometimes get to choose. Maybe you don't always jive on the things, but you get to choose. Is this going to be a battle? Is this going to be a war? Or can we choose to coexist peacefully? And so the thing that I really love to explore with my clients is how they can have a back and forth conversation with what's going on in their body, how they can cultivate trust within their body. Because here's the thing, here's the thing that is not talked about enough is the fact that our body isn't trying to fight against us. Our body doesn't hate us. Our metabolism's job is to keep us safe, to keep us balanced, to keep us alive. The same with our, our brains and the ego portion of our brain. So mindset comes into this a lot as well. It's just to keep us safe. That's it. It wants safety. And so for better or worse, when we are going into a doctor's office, a hospital, whatever, and we're being thrown this diagnosis, for so many of us, that's thrown right in between us and our body. Our body wanting to protect us and being safe and us feeling like we can't trust our body. Like we can't feel safe with our body because we don't know when it's going to attack us next. But if we could start to have that back and forth conversation and get curious and explore, okay, what is actually going on here? What is actually true? 
we could move from a place of not knowing to do with our diagnosis, not knowing what to do with our body, not knowing what to do with our symptom. And maybe we could start to feel better. I know this was true for me and I know it's true for so many of my clients. And I take that back. Perhaps maybe I don't wish it was introduced to me in this way. Because my uphill battle fighting against my body, fighting against my symptoms, believing that my symptoms were a personal attack on me as a human being, have gotten me to this place of understanding that it's not that way at all. Symptoms are an alarm bell. It's a communication from our body that says, hey, something's out of balance here. Something's out of whack. Something's off. And then we get to make the choice if we're going to continue that conversation as we would with a friend or if we're going to start yelling back and forth like we would with an enemy as we would in a battle. And so again, I don't have anything tangible to offer you today. I don't have any major tips to offer you today. I just wanted to offer you a conversation around what if, what if we wrap up this episode and everything shifted and you just started the conversation around curiosity, exploration, coexisting, peacefulness. What if we started to speak to our diagnosis as if it were a friend? So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was insightful. As always, I love hearing from you guys, what's resonating, what you want to hear more of. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Natalie Brooke, Brooke is with an E, Guevara. You can find me in the free Facebook community, the Metabolism Mindset and Macros Facebook community. As always, learn more about me and my coaching at updogwellnessandfitness.com. And I hope to see you guys here again next week. If this was impactful for you, I would love it if you would share with a friend. As always, a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast helps the podcast reach more folks. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye guys.